good evening, welcome, and salutations. That's like a uh, mutant who uh, mutates to say hello. That's the mutant's special power, can say hello whenever it wants. This is Hack the Dino, where the gaming cast, we bring you the past, present, and future of video games, news, previews, and discussions. It's been a while since I said that, because it's also been a while since all four members of the Dino crew were here for a show. And it's going to be a little bit longer as well, because Anto's not well. <laughs> it still hasn't happened. But I am joined by the uh, enabler themselves, Mr. Floppy Staric. And back on the keys is the Millennial Falcon, Braden Dixon. enter a Looney Tunes? We entered a Seinfeld episode. I wish. So what's happening? Actually, you have a wallet of George Costanza from Seinfeld. I do. I do. It's a wallet good time. Anyway, but we're not here to talk about wallets. We're just talking about other things that are great. Like this bad boy, 19 inches of venom right up there. Do you know what else is just as good as 19 inches of venom? What's... What? Nothing Nothing is better than 19, 19 inches, inches of, of venom. venom. I'm sorry, that it's official. That um, If you've got 19 inches of venom uh, and you just splurt it all over the place, that uh, that venom will uh, slowly uh, incinerate your Don't intestines. worry about spoilers. Uh, I can see a few comments about spoilers in the chat. Don't worry, none of us have actually played it because we've all been working today. What's that chat? You mean we're live on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino where people can join in and subscribe and have a good time with us when we record live. But if they miss it, mm. they can head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino and see the uh, entire show in its entirety, hence the entire word I said before, uh, over and, and subscribe and, and share there. But if they don't like our faces, which shame on you. And why wouldn't you? I mean, I can understand like... People, you know, wanting to see you, but you know, used condom head here, like uh, <laughs> might might not be uh, oh, something. Wait. You could have just said used. condom head, but you had to go used. Oh, well, normal condoms aren't full like this. Like this has got that nice round, glistening whiteness. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> anyway, why uh, is that podcast. the most uncomfortable I've ever been? <laughs> why is that apps. my limit? Podcast apps around the world, wherever you find your podcasts, we're there as well, just uh, stinking up the joint. Um, but I did want to tell everyone a little bit of a story. So before the show, and we'll get into this in a little <laughs> bit, uh, Floppy and Braden were both here, um, and you oh. know we're all grown people now, we're all well into our adulthood, uh, Floppy and I especially, uh, uh, well, well, you know. I'm you're, 43. We are balls deep into our uh, adulthoods. Middle-aged. And um, it just occurred to me uh, that I was sitting down playing Super Mario Brothers Wonder, so a Mario Brothers game, while Floppy and Brayden were trading Pokemon cards. It, it had literally become 1994 somehow. So uh, don't grow up, kids. It's a trap. Grow old, that's mandatory. Growing up, completely optional. It was, it was a really weird, like, what year is it type moment. Because when you looked and Ben's playing a 2D Mario game... And Floppy and I are like, oh man, yeah, you got you got nine tails, hell yeah, um, sick shinies. You two have been uh, getting a bit obsessive with the old Pokemon oh. cards, haven't you? Yes. Brayden, when yeah. you when you tell us a story, uh, so they uh, they they released um, they released this one fifty one pack of this expansion pack that they've been doing for Scarlet and Violet, just the original one fifty one Pokemon. And if you heard that and went, 
Oh, that sounds appealing. Ooh. That's exactly what Floppy and I did as well. Um, and me. No, no, not I'd me, bet. actually. I got into it by accident. I, well, I started, I, I cursed Brayden with Floppy it. Trip. Because when I knew it was coming out, I went, oh, maybe I want to collect that pack. Uh, so I bought a single pack at the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair a couple of weeks back. Got your Zapdos. I did, and I pulled a uh, $70 Zapdos card out. And mm. I went, oh, this is great. You can see that over on our TikTok, by the way. If you head on mm -hmm. over to TikTok and look for Hack the Dino, you can see that card pull. And how excited I am. Something goes like this. Oh, it's a $50 card. Uh, That's so exactly like what it was. <laughs> anyway, uh, TikTok. But uh, yeah, I went, all right, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm good. I, I don't need... Oh, they're looking to see that Mew. Anyway. Uh, I got that Mew. I decided I don't I need to do it anymore. Um, but then Got Brayden, that Jinx too. What happened, what happened to you, Brayden? Uh, I ended up buying a whole <laughs> shitload of it. Um, and I've been loving it. Uh, and I... Did a little live stream of it to uh, approximately no one. And oh, it's not true. Floppy I jumped joined in. in for a bit. Um, but it was also in the middle of the day on a Saturday. It was the only time I could do it. And I really wanted to open these cards. I already. was literally at work on lunch. Oh, perfect. Really? Yeah. When you did yours? No, no. When I watched oh, Braden's. Okay. It'd be wild if it was when Floppy did. Mine was like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> yours was good though. We're going to hear Oh, about sorry, Braden. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Straight. Uh, no, I got one crazy pool where I got um, all full art. Squirtle, Wartortle, Blastoise. Was that one singular that packet? Pack. Wow. Are you kidding? I thought that was from no. like one box where you it got is. like multiple got packets in it. Three full arts of like someone stuffed I'll up find on the, the... I'll find the Twitch clip. I'll find the Twitch clip. That's amazing. Um, and then... Yeah, tell us about your so little... So that had happened. And then I was on holidays with my kids because it was school holidays. We were at uh, Time Zone where they have the skill testers where you got to cut a little rope. Mm -hmm. Like... Pfft, I had like a couple of tokens left. And I'm like, all right, the kids are going to fight. So I'll do one. And I did that and won an ETB. And I was like, that's, that's not normal. <laughs> um, also, shit. Now I have an ETB of 151. Going to have cool cards. Probably should get a binder. So I went and bought the binder pack, <laughs> which also came with more packets in it. Took those home and we pulled some cool stuff. Yeah. And of course, we had him in a binder and we're like, oh, I wonder how and many we can get. You had fun with your opening floppy. So I then went into a store the next day and bought a UPC, a mini tin, and a poster collection. <laughs> and I was talking to Anto that day and we were like, dude, Braden did an unboxing. We should do an unboxing. But I'm a bit of a dick head. So I decided to do it. With tools. <laughs> you tool. You tool. No, I wasn't there. All right? I can No, but there were the people thing. in the chat that were getting really antsy. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, so we, we opened some packs uh, with knives, saws, crowbars, and a drill at one point. And pulled some amazing stuff. Didn't damage one card. I don't think we damaged one card. Surprisingly. Yeah, no, but there was things that were... Oh, yeah, it was horrendous. What everywhere. I really liked about Floppy's way of unveiling them is Floppy just like got them all face down and just spread them out on the table and just went and just flipped it over. Yeah, like, well, we no did it all different one, ways. One, two, three. That's that. Fun. One, two, three. No, we did do a bunch like that. Oh, you did? Yeah, we did a bunch like that, but then we also just put them on the table, mixed them up like like four-year-old shuffling card style and picked them out. That's a cool that one. Look at that squirtle. So this is the exact same little miniature packet, right? Little booster. Yeah, this is one pack. Look at you. See, so you did the classic error when you got really excited and you couldn't get any more excited when you kept pulling the cards. <laughs> That's Your honestly just... exactly what happened. Actually, it this was... is pretty good. Da uh, download this, Brad, and I'll put this on TikTok. I already have. Oh, good. 
I haven't put it on TikTok, but it's 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 already. Downloaded. We had some moments. We had there was um, we had some cool pools as well, and so I'm going to download some stuff. You got a lot of Mr. Mimes, didn't you? I got so many oh, hollow Mr. Mimes. I swear. Look but yeah, that. look at these three. They're gorgeous. That is unreal. We're going to talk about the uh, TCG problem yeah. with Pokemon a little bit later on. But before that, let's talk about what we've been playing or what we haven't had the chance to play. What have you been playing, Ben? Well, literally half an hour ago, I put in Mario Wonder for the first time because I picked it up today because today's release day. And so far, Woo. I'm up to the castle of the first world. And this game is freaking spectacular. It looks good. I'd From just... what I've played already, I think it may be game of the year. Wow. Your it's, game of the year? Well, it's certainly like better the than... the game of the year. The game of the year. Mm. Certainly better than uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, it looks better. It's so good. It moves so smoothly. The sprites are rich and colourful. Uh, colourful? Colourful. Um, it's just fun. The new voice actor is actually really good. Like, you know how Charles Martinet was a little bit annoying towards the end there? Well, a little all bit. All the time? You mean since 1986? The new voice actor... Has taken... Chris Pratt. No. no. <laughs> the new voice actor has taken what Charles Martinet has done. Uh, we like with the same inflections like that. Yahoo! But pulled it back so it's not ear-splitting it's and like, annoying. Yahoo. It's like... Oh, and he's Aussie. Yahoo, Bonza. mate. Bonza. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ripper. Oh, Struth McGruth. And other such uh, Aussie colloquialisms. Um, you, got, you get to end badges halfway through, which is a power-up for a level. So you get a badge for an extra wall jump when you wall jump or an extra badge that you can hang onto your hat and glide like Peach does in Super Mario Bros. 2. Um, it feels very much like Mario Bros. 3, which is a huge win in my book because that is one of my favorite games of all time and probably the best uh, Mario game that there is and probably the best NES game that there is. Um, cannot say enough about this game that I, I just love so desperately. Uh, there was a really fun... Uh, Brent, should we spoil that um, scene that we saw? At that one, yeah, I, I honestly, I was watching Ben play the like tiniest little bit of this, and I was like, "Man, right. how is this running on a switch? This looks so good." The second level, um, so you're collecting these seeds, and that's sort of like the stars for this game. You have to collect okay. these seeds, uh, flower so seeds, like power ups and stuff. Yeah, well, no, it's just a collectible. Oh, it's this okay. Um, and halfway through the level, you get a special. So you know, in Yoshi's Island, where you there's that level of eat fuzzy, go dizzy. I never played Yoshi's Island. Well, you eat this thing and like it trips out. The level goes all weird. And so he has acid. Basically. So pretty much the same thing here, but it's not acid. It's like the level will take on a different um, sort of mini game type feel, but still in the level. And you have to complete the mini game in the level in order to get another seed. And there'll be things like all of a sudden the pipes will start moving and marching down and you have to jump on the pipes in order to get oh, higher yeah. up. Yep. Um, or you get a, a wall jump mini game. This one in the second level... Uh, had pipes everywhere, and you got it, and it warped, and all the piranha plants come out and started singing. It was like a full-on like, Hello, my honey. Band. Hello, yeah. my baby. Hello, my ragtime girl. Really we fun. can actually see it here on screen. This is uh, not the one that I did, but this is what happens when you collect the seed. Yeah, and it you gets play this wacky. Wow. <gasps> I like, I like so, that. And Floppy, as you mentioned, as you said, the whole like acid trip vibe. That's 100% what it was like. Yeah, But man. yeah, these piranha plants, they're like getting out of the plants and walking down towards you singing. And there's like musical notes coming out and they so go, cool. la, 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 Just like space balls with the chest burster. Yeah. Um, it, I, again, love this game. Uh, fantastic. If you do not have it already and you're thinking about it, I highly recommend getting it because uh, it's... 
probably one of the best 2D Mario games I've played so far, and I've only played the first world. Uh, it's been he got a nine on IGN and at IGN. Yeah, fantastic. Anyway, floppy. Yes, mate. What have you been uh, doing? Uh, I well, what I'm gonna be doing is I picked up this bad boy today. This is mine, and I'm very much looking forward to going home and unboxing that when I have time in about eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but up until now, and probably and will be for a little bit, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Mirage, Ooh. and I am a happy man. You're 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 a fan. I am a fan. Because Braden was telling us last week that you didn't like it. <laughs> I feel like that's a lie. It's definitely a lie. <laughs> um, no, I'm super happy. This is uh, the Assassin's Creed that I've been wanting since sort of like, uh, you know, Syndicate and all that came out. Um, although I really did do did dig um, Origins, it was at that point where it was getting real big and real RPG-y, which is not what I wanted from an Assassin's Creed. And I didn't even, bo- like I tried Odyssey and didn't even bother with Valhalla. Um, but this is like Assassin's Creed 2. So you've got, um, you know, very much stealth-based again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can crouch though at will, which you couldn't do in Assassin's Creed Two. <laughs> that it hadn't invented crouching. No, yet. they hadn't yet. But you know, is is hiding and blending in and eavesdropping and going out and doing um, and collecting bodies for some reason. Collecting bodies and hiding them. Uh, going out and collecting. You know, there are collectibles and viewpoints and everything that I really loved about doing in Assassin's Creed sort of Two and Brotherhood Revelations One and all those earlier ones is back, but it's smoother. It has incorporated a couple of the new things, like uh, you can do the eagle vision when you actually have the eagle that you can use to scout around. Mm-hmm. But then you can also have your eagle vision that you can see there when um, sort of enemies are highlighted red and stuff like that. Um, it also has incorporated a new, a new tool called like a, a focus bar, which you can chain assassinations through because you can't do a twin double assassination like you used to be able to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can sit in a like on a perch above above a group of. Um, bad guys and if you have enough focus bar you can then highlight them in what order you would like to assassinate them uh activate it and go out and watch a little cutscene of you just going through and just like nailing all these dudes so you can say you really (laughs) focus them up yes uh but it is something that you have to build up over time and build up the focus bar yeah, but yeah, it's a really cool story away you need you need no 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 you can't do it straight away minutes of you know getting in um I like the story. It's a lot smaller and not as uh, complex as some of the newer ones, which to some people is not great. Like some people are not happy with this because they've sort of dialed it way back. I know, but some people grew up with Odyssey. And yeah, like those games exactly. have been around for 10 years and now. And that's, that's so their games. Exactly. You know? Like that's how they know Assassin's Creed. And then they've gone back to the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 2 era going, hang what on, is what's this? this? Rubbish. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and whereas those are the ones that I came into it with. So mm. this is to me is coming sort of home for me. Um you get to... I don't know. Have, have you guys played Assassin's Creed? Yet. I played the first one. I've played uh, quite a lot of them. So, you know, the very first one uh, where you have the tower and you're, where you're playing as Altair and you do the first sort of leap of faith off the tower. Yes. Uh, I think it's called Al- Alamut. Yep. I mean, it's in... You're, at this point, you're there. That's being built. Ooh. And you get to see it being that's erected. That's fun. It's really cool. So, yeah. like Back to the Future 3. Yeah, pretty much. Um... Yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's it's uh, it's it's not too big. It's achievable. The map isn't huge, but it's big enough that you can run around and uh, ride on horsebacks and stuff like that, and go out and check out the deserts. And there's you know little shards and things that you can collect. The pickpocketing is amazing. I love doing the pickpocketing. Yeah, you get and most of your money from pickpocketing. 
Ben has just broken my brain. The Assassin's Creed franchise can now be directly translated to the Back to the Future trilogy <laughs> because it was all the first Back to the Future and then they changed the formula. All of a sudden, they were big RPGs, went to the future. Then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, we're back in the third one. Oh my gosh. I'm quite intelligent like that. Ben's just... Ben's got that... Mm. Yep. Certainly was that deep... That comment and not yes. not just a gag I was going for. No, but yeah, I am definitely enjoying this. Um, then yeah, looking forward to playing more. Brayden, hello. What have you been playing? I have perfectly finished playing through Spider Man Remastered and Spider Man Miles Morales. Oh, perfect timing! Just before not being able to play it at all today. I I, I cannot. You've you've. I don't, I don't understand young people. <laughs> like, Why so? You've played this game before. I've played this... I've, I've, I've played... Played it and platinum Both it. of them twice. Yeah. Why did you this play them again? Why time. did you play them again leading into the sequel? Because it's been a couple years. But, I mean, I, I've played it once. I went, yeah, right, I'm done. I didn't even platinum it. I was I, like, yeah, cool. I have played games a couple of times. How many times have you played uh, Metal Gear Solid? Ah, uh, well, you know, that's besides the point. Which um, also comes out next about, week again, the collection. What about Chrono Trigger? Well, after the first time I'm doing it without upgrading anything like a numpty. <laughs> um, but my point being, you're also doing this with Ahsoka. Like you're not watching Ahsoka because yeah, you want to go through Rebels first. I, have, I haven't watched any of Ahsoka yet. Oh, dude, I haven't even watched Rebels. I've watched the first season of Rebels, but yeah, then... I was the same. But I jumped right in. Portal's just great. Um, yeah. Portal? Did I say Portal? You did yeah. somehow. But I will not say, not quite sure how that happened. With that, you probably have uh, a much better time with Ahsoka if you watch all of Rebels first. Yeah, because I saw in the chat. Oh, spoiler! From the first game, Uncle Ben died. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited for two. I keep all the different suits from all the different like comic artists and stuff. They revealed some more at New York Comic Con, um, and like, oh my god, it just looks so good. I thankfully haven't had any spoilers yet. Um, I had uh, a message with uh, some of my friends today who uh, they've already played nine hours of it today. Of what? This game? Of Spider-Man 2. Remember what it was like when you didn't have a job or contributed to society? <laughs> well, they I've got the one of those off. things. Hey? They booked the day off today. All right. That's okay. Yeah. Which remember is when impressive. You couldn't do, remember when you could do that because you didn't have to run a business? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, man, I'm like... So excited, and uh, I, I'm excited because there's a new Spider-Man comic that's coming next year. That's just a fresh start. Like, I'm I'm really excited for a lot of Spider-Man stuff at the moment. So me too. I'm excited for Spider-Man stuff that um, is before issue 400. <laughs> Ben's been collecting again. Yeah. Speaking time. of collecting again, you may see for those of you watching us on Twitch or on YouTube, I've got a nice little corrupt- hello. Master Sword here. See, corrupt. What's it corrupted by? So, um, we'll see how it's all broken. Have you checked your butthole? Ganon did that. <laughs> Ganon destroyed the Master Sword. So, this was a prize for an Ichibon Kuji, which is a Japanese lottery system that they have in um, 7-Elevens over there. So, basically, they have all these massive prizes from all these really famous um, IP, like Dragon Ball or uh, Attack on Titan or all those other mm-hmm. huge, uh, hugely impactful IPs. 
Gee, that and we have watched none of. <laughs> and they have like uh, a tiers of prizes. So like uh, for this one, you had the grand tier prize was a, a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom clock. Yeah. And then uh, this Master Sword. Then you have like keychains. You have ashtrays. You have all that like face flannels. Ashtrays. That's something you don't see very often anymore. Well, they're called money things, but in Japan, <laughs> everyone still smokes inside. Um, Gross. <laughs> it's not the best for dining in. Uh, anyway, friend of the show, uh, Ghost Games managed to get a hold of a complete set and uh, I purchased off him the uh, Master Sword that you can see before you. And it's I quite nice. Up. Do you mind if I... Is it, how heavy is it? It's not at all. It's quite flimsy plastic, actually. Oh, okay. It looks a lot more solid. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. It has the illusion of quality. <laughs> Just like hackthedino.com, yeah. which you can... <laughs> all of our thumbnails make us look really professional. No, they don't. I make sure of that. Um, but if you would like to see us be professional live, you can do so because we're having a live show for free on November 17 at the Flipside Bar here in Adelaide. The show will start at 8 o'clock, so be sure to get there before then. Have a burger, play some games, and uh, Drink sit some down. Drinks. Yes, and enjoy the live show. The first half of the live show will be a show like this with a special guest. And then the second half of the live show will be a game where the dinos take on the members of the... Toy Power podcast to determine which is better, toys or games. Battle of the Pods. I'll be hosting, so who knows? It'll be right down the middle, all fair. Everyone have a damn good time. Townsy in the chat, hell no, is alluding that I will be giving away the Spider-Man Collector's Edition. <laughs> Heck no. But what we will be giving away is laughs and, and tickets and a dang good time. So head on over to hackthedino.com and register to get your free ticket now to make sure that you actually get a seat because we've got about 15 tickets left. Um, it's not a very big venue. You can only fit about 60 to 80 people. Uh, I'm only guaranteeing a seat for people who register tickets. So if you don't register and you rock up and there's no seats, you're going to be standing. Sorry. But hackthedino.com or bit.ly backslash podcast live show to register your free tickets for free. Do it now. What are you shaking your head at, Brady? It's, it's insane that that was just an available link. I know, and it's mine now. So if anyone wants to buy it, $2,000. Crazy. You can have it. Podcast bucks. live show is an available thing. Yep, not anymore because yeah. I own it. Podcast live show. That's weird. Mm. Mm. Not weird that you got it. Weird, like, weird that it hadn't been taken already. Well, I guess people just aren't as <laughs> Dylan the villain in the chat thought I was going to break your sword. Of course. <laughs> you break all my stuff. You're well known. That's to. not true. I threaten. <sighs> That's true. Do you know who else is threatened? Well, not many. Because PlayStation was. <laughs> <laughs> threatening us with a good time because Blizzard Activision... Uh, uh, Blizzard and Activision Acquisition... That's the one. ...is done. Thank you, Floppy. It has gone through. Microsoft own it now. Yep. Sweet. Xbox got Blizzard and Activision. How much was it? Like $6.9 billion? Yeah, it's probably like 48 bucks with adjusted for inflation. Braden, what do you think of the uh, deal going through? Megacorps and Monopoly. Yay! Yay! They're not a monopoly. They proved that in court. In have, fact, they were going to go out of business. Have you guys seen <laughs> what... Jesus, your lung just gave way. No, no. I was eating a muesli bar before and now I'm just getting... I'm um, pretty sure he coughed. The lung came out and he went... <coughs> Yeah, Remnants of uh, nuts. Uh, no, it was um, Anto in the chat saying $69.7 billion. That's Thanks, a Anto. lot of money. Yeah. Uh, at 700000 700000000 above nice. They could have um, cured world hunger. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, still bought, and still bought Blizzard and Activision. Yeah. Um, at... Uh, 
Have you guys seen what Warner Brothers Discovery's full business name is now? No. It is horrendously bad. Come on. Warner Hit Bros. Me with it. Discovery. Warner Brothers Discovery Activision uh, Mega Moon Maker. It's almost that bad. Um, let's see. Where's their full name? Uh, in fact, Riveting the quickest, quickest way to find this is going to be on the Greenlight Comics blog. Hey, it's Anto. is on painkillers, and I reckon they're good, so we this could be fun. <laughs> if Anto was here Oh bless Anto Oh we can mess with him from home I mean Take no, advantage of his painkillers I Anyway mean, if, if you like this kind of uh, Sparkling repertoire uh, You guys like Biker Mice from Mars Yeah Alright It's getting a comic series I like selling the toys How did we get onto Biker Mice from Mars it's, it's, it's where I found the new name for. You went on a rabbit discovery. hole didn't you Yeah oh, well, I was doing a news article For NYCC Anyway um, and it won't load. Why Braden's? Uh, yeah, it's uh, on the internet. Do you? What are you feeling about it, Ben? Like, does it bother you? Oh, I don't really care. No, nah, I don't care. It's either. corporation. They're going to print every, everything. Will still come out and everything else. As long as Bobby Kotex given a uh, oh. shotgun to the face, uh, oh, it'll be fine. No, no. First of all, shotgun to the genitalia. In fact, just that. I'd be happy with just leave that. it at that. No, I do want him to die. Well, he will. He'll yeah, but slowly and painfully. Oh, okay, that's more fun. Mm. Um. Warner Brothers Discovery Global Consumer Products. Oh my God, it's OCP. It's horrendous. I love bad. that band. Oh, the Juggalos. They're great. Damn. That was the bad guys from Robocop, man. Oh. OCP. Really? Omni Consumer Products. OCP, yeah, you know <laughs> me. Omni Consumer Products. Speaking of Omni Consumer Products, Pete Hines retired. Oh. Do you know who Pete Hines is? No. From Bethesda. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, I know that guy. He's, I've seen him on stage. So all these rich guys are retiring now, and I for one say good on them. <laughs> like you did your hard yards, you made some uh, really high end uh, and uh, genre defining games. Take your millions and uh, go put your feet up. Do you know who did that the best? Who? Tom from MySpace. What? Tom from MySpace made a product. Yeah. Sold that product for a couple of million and went. You know what? I'm done. He didn't try and uh, you know develop NFTs. He didn't try and destabilize democracy. He just went, no, I've got my millions. See you guys. Didn't you buy an island or something? Yeah, well, good on him. I never, like, you know like I Tom. never saw a MySpace page. I don't actually know what MySpace looks like. My MySpace page still looks the same. <laughs> Immediately hear Braden on keys. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pull up mine. <laughs> In fact, Braden, if you go to myspace.com backslash, I think it's Benjamin or Mr. Benjamin, it may still be live. And we can see this time capsule from like 2006. Well, that note, that's Ben Frank. Like, I don't think I got social media try Mr. Benjamin until I was nearly 30. Really? Page not found. MySpace.com. Have they updated what MySpace looks like? Yeah, I think it's now. Yeah, now it looks like page not found. That's weird. <laughs> I think it's now like music based. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, MySpace. What a, what a yeah, no, I, I didn't get social media until I was, I think, 29. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, that still was 2009. Like it was still quite a while ago. Speaking of 2009, do you know what was real fun in 2009? Opening up cards, like basketball cards and, and opening up uh, Pokemon cards. Yeah, and, and I mean, dude, t- mate, that was fun in 2023. It was. But do you know what's not fun? What? When the Pokemon company, uh, the geniuses at the Pokemon company, decide they're going to put on a special exhibition. Now, a um, little-known artist called Vincent van Gogh. <laughs> Little-known. Little known. Um, he was I, in Doctor Who, wasn't he? He was. That's where you know him from. That's all I know him yeah. from. Uh, there's a Van Gogh museum over in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. 
uh, where they teamed up with a Pokemon company to do an exhibition. And it's basically all of Van Gogh's uh, paintings, but with a Pokemon twist to it. Like, you know, Eevee's, oh, right, you know, right, Eevee yeah. has its ear sliced off. Um, Jesus. He didn't <laughs> slice off his whole ear. He just did the lobe. Uh, but. Poser, really. <laughs> Commit, mate. They had some exclusive merch there. Okay. And if you went to the exhibition, you were given a card, which was Pikachu, but uh, in a grey hat. There, you can see it on screen now. Look how it's cute it portrait. is! It's so cute! So basically, if you ordered something off the Pokemon website, you got one of these cards. And if you went to the Van Gogh Museum and saw this exhibition, you got one of these cards. Okay. Vent Scalpers! Oh, fuck, I hate so Scalpers. So basically, on opening day, Scalpers stormed the exhibition, and this was what we saw. You got the footage there, Braden? These are the scalpers in the Van Gogh Museum clawing, scrambling, trying to grab as much as they can so they can put it on eBay. eBay. So those cards now are selling for about two to $400 Australian. It's disgusting. Because I, scalpers. I, I really want everyone out there, our huge, you know, with our huge reach of all the people that watch this show. Dozens of people. Dozens. Don't buy them. Leave them stuck with that stuff. Look at that. Um, but it gets worse. Man, people suck. It gets worse. So not only was that an absolute uh, uh, shit in a teacup. Um, that's shit a new, in a teacup? That's a, that's a new uh, phrase. That's a Benism. Wow. A shit in a teacup. Wasn't that just a shit in a teacup? <laughs> you go to pick up a cup of tea and it's just big like, steam. Bloody hell, there's big shit in this. Big shit in a teacup. Can't drink that. That needs to be a shirt. Easily. It's a shit in a teacup. <laughs> Well, it depends if I've eaten lots of fiber. I'm not eating a shit in your handbag. <laughs> um, scalpel bots over around the website. Yes. Uh, so basically took all the cards from the website so no one could get anything there because it was pre-announced by Pokemon when these things were going on sale. So, of course, all the bots were set up. Yeah, of course. Um, here comes the most disturbing part. So in order to uh, protect people, mm. they withdrew all the free cards and everything. And what happened, as you were leaving the exhibition in Amsterdam, you were given one of these cards. That's what they should have done from the start. Yeah. Except as they were walking out, scalpers were hanging around at the exit to the building and trying to buy these cards off people. Kick him in the dick. So now... Uh, the Van Gogh Museum's just said, all right, we, we can't do this anymore for people's safety because people yeah. are getting threatened by scalpers as they exit from just a good time. Just arrest them. Arrest them all. Uh, so Pokemon Company, um, you know, may, maybe maybe have a bit of a think about what you're doing, eh? Like, Braden, what do you think about scalpers in the Pokemon Company? Um, I think it's shit. I'm trying to make a bad Photoshop of a shit in a teacup. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have that update for you later. Later, Floppy, scalpers. Yeah, hate them. Hate them. I feel like we should attach electrodes to very sensitive parts of their body. How would you go about uh, curbing well, these you, scalpers? You can't really, can you? Apart from doing what they already That's do. That's what which I think is... of them as well. You can't. Do, yeah. not, do not Google image search poo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't really. I mean, you can do whatever you can. Like You can limit it one per person for whatever things are. But people are always going to get in there purely for the purpose of reselling it. But see, I did this. So I went on because people are not nice. My Nintendo website, and you scalped stuff. No, I didn't. Oh. I went to the My Nintendo website, and they had Zelda pins, and I managed to get one before they sold out. The Ocarina. Mm. Nice. Uh, then they uh, bought them back uh, a second run, and I forgot that I'd already purchased the Ocarina pin. And you 
ordered 10 more. <laughs> yeah, well, why? So hit me up if you want one for 30 bucks. No, um, so I got Majora's Mask, the Hillian Shield, and went for the Ocarina again because I forgot I got it. Yep. Wouldn't let me add it to my basket. Good. Just said you cannot order this again. Because you've already ordered it. And once. I went, what, what's going on? Okay, well, I guess I'm not ordering it. And then when I got off the computer, oh, I've actually already got it. So it remembered and wouldn't let me add a second one. That's good. Yeah. That's not bad. Right, do that. Braden, you've... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what? You totally need to make it chip from Beauty and the Beast. Brayden, can you please save that? I'm putting it on a shirt. And please make it chip from Beauty and the Beast. You will get, no, you will get sued by Pokemon. That's a sinister. What part of that is a Pokemon? Everything but the shit. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's a teacup Pokemon? Oh, yeah. And there's a matcha one as well. There's a. Oh, wait. No, I won't go back to the Google image search of poo. I'll oh, go back to the image search I of... bet that was a time. Wait, is that my PC? Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Look at this guy. Oh, oh I can't so wait cute. to see that search history. Look at these guys. But how do we stop these scalpers? Like we had this with the I PlayStation don't think 5. You, I mean, the only real way of doing it, but it will never happen, is for people to not buy from them. Yeah, I mean... Buy your stuff from like uh, actual proper places. But if scalpers buy them all, there's always going to be a market. There always will be because people will always buy from them. Didn't that kind of happen with the PC... Uh, PS5 though like we saw photos of uh, resellers with like hundreds of PlayStation 5s going yeah hit me up a thousand bucks yo uh, you remember that shiny Charizard UPC that came out was it last year yep happened with that heaps of um, resellers bought like like tens or twenties of them from different retailers and no one wanted it because it was then, a bad set and then no one wanted it and they got all stuck with it and they were trying to return it everywhere and no one would take it I love the fact that they were trying to return it I like it. that that yeah. made me happy. Has, has that ever happened to either of uh, anyone here? Like, have they ever seen it, experienced people trying to return something that was clearly bought to buy to for a profit? Oh, I've seen it a bunch of times. Ben, I work in the comic book industry. <laughs> yeah, I work in a, I work in retail. So, so no one has uh, returned a variant cover? Oh, they've tried. Oh, really? They, they, they've tried. They've tried being like, hey, I, I, I bought this. Um, and it, now on eBay, it says it's this. Uh, can, can I... Oh, they try to sell it once it's gone up. Yeah. Wow. Back to you. It was a real shitty move. How many times has that happened? Only like a handful. And you'd be like, nah, mate, i got a storeroom full of them. 99% of the time people walk in and they go, hey, look, I've got a truckload of Phantom. Do you want it? We say no and they leave. They're like, please, here's 20 bucks. (laughs) Exactly. Please take it. And we say no. Um, And that's saying something in this economy. But... um, yeah, there was a very weird moment where it was just like, man, you are on a whole nother planet. You don't know how this works, do you? Yeah. They bought it off you, then tried to sell it to you once it's gone up in price. That is insane. Floppy, you ever seen any, anything like that in all uh, your years? Not the same sort no? of stuff because it's a different retail that I work in. doesn't tend to... Uh, it has a very, it's very regimented right. when it comes to doing things like that. Good. Good. So there's not much of an option. Right, so you basically have no choice. Look at this little guy. I'd love it. Oh, he looks so cute. I want one, but it's so expensive. Oh, they won't be for much longer. Mate, you try and get that there. You're facing nothing but a shit in a teacup. (laughs) We need it to pop up. And that's a shit Shit in a a teacup. teacup. We should have a shit in a teacup each week. (laughs) Floppy, what do we got for shit in a teacup this week? For this week, week, you're on shit in a teacup. (laughs) Scalpers. Um, That's that's a good segue to go to uh, our topic. For this show this tots, week, tots, 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 tots. which is something I decided I wanted to research. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, right, that's good for a topic. Uh, basically, I've had to split this into two parts, but the most valuable Nintendo games 
part one. We're going to be covering the most valuable Nintendo games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the Super Nintendo, the Game Boy, and the Nintendo 64. Um, oh, so part one is all of those? Part one is all of those. So I've okay, chosen cool. the three top... Uh, I haven't looked at these. So yeah, basically the three most expensive games you can get on each system. These are the PAL versions. So uh, our versions, our versions here in Australia, also in Europe, um, and everything everywhere. <laughs> Man, you're one of those monsters who puts it up that it's a, a PNG, but it's really not. I saved it as a PNG, and I don't know what's going on with it. Go to remove.bg, and it'll get rid of it for you. I don't even know what you're up. talking about. What the hell is a PNG? It makes the background go away. Anyway, still don't know what you're talking about. Um, all these values are from pricecharting.com, which is something that most collectors use. I personally just use eBay. 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 <laughs> I like eBay. We need I'd... like eBay, but a little bit chiller. <laughs> eBay. No, you get ecstasy there. Um, I uh, personally use sold listings on eBay and uh, to get my pricing, deduct it by 20%. Uh, but... Mostly, you can use price charting because what price charting does is gather an aggregate of what this is sold for uh, across the internet and uh, averages it all out so you get your, your final um, pricing. However, it's not always accurate, but for the purposes of this exercise, we're going to say it is. So starting off with the NES and coming in at number three for the PAL Nintendo Entertainment System is... Oh shit, this is number three? Yeah. Family Fun Fitness Stadium Offense. Is this one of those things when all these games are so shit that no one bought them and that's why they're worth a lot? I think I'll let you decide that. <laughs> Man, I hate that. So, Loose, this cartridge is worth $970 Australian. <laughs> Woo! Bandai game. Complete in box, $2,485.69. Damn. So, this isn't as rare as the US counterpart as it wasn't recalled by Nintendo uh, as the American one was. Why was the American one recalled? Basically, Bandai brought this out. Yeah. Launched it worldwide. Uh, Nintendo of America purchased the rights to the game and to the power pad that came with it. Mm -hmm. So they recalled all the NT NTSC versions. Yep. However, they didn't have rights for worldwide. So only the US NTSC one is very rare because it was only about 10,000 sold or something. That's not much. Not much at all. So that's why it's worth a lot over in America. Here, not so much. Still, um, you say that, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it still is a lot of money. The only real difference is that the PAL version has German and Dutch languages as an option, whereas the uh, American one doesn't. Did you get the booty shake <laughs> on, the, on the pink on the right. <laughs> a great game. 8-bit graphics and floppy sees booty. Draw your own conclusions, kids. See what you want, don't you? You do. Um, still facing the other way. Still showing booty. <laughs> You've never played this floppy no never even seen it no? so when you said uh, uh did you run on a pad yeah there was a, a power pad that you played and it was basically like a, like a dance DDR pad like a dance mat yeah. yeah um that's some good stretches yeah but nintendo uh, purchased that in, in the in the americas but not here yeah Sorry. right so you played this whole thing by running on the spot well the dude whoever's running on the spot on the left I fucking think, flash i think this is sped up floppy oh okay i was impressed um it, it's there's seconds on the screen I, that's not sped up. I that's don't know what's up. going on that there. Is the f that was the Flash's own uh, wow. footage. Hacks. Wow. They had two people on the, on the pad. <laughs> uh, number two. Second most expensive NES power game. Also never heard of this game. Little game called Mr. Gimmick. Much like this show. 
Uh, yep. Looks so like loose. This cartridge is worth one thousand seven hundred and twenty-six dollars and seventy-eight cents. <laughs> Complete in box. Four thousand and five dollars and seventy-five cents. That looks like that Pokemon. Is it Dudrio or Dudrio? Dudrio. Dudrio. Yeah, it does actually. Up in the top right there. Yeah. So what is what did you do in this game? Uh, I don't know, but it can be finished in twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> Oh, okay, this footage is very clearly from someone emulating it because it's super crisp and clean. It's all I could find. I tell you what, I can be finished in 28 minutes. No one's ever paid four grand for me. Uh, it's one of Sunsoft's lesser known titles as it was only released in Japan and Scandinavia. Uh, the bright visuals were a change from the dark and more serious game of its time with its technical controls giving it a cult fandom. <laughs> technical controls? No, oh, it controlled really, really well. Oh, okay. Um, so looking at this, it looks like a fun game. It's bright. It kind of looks like Commander Keen. It does. I was thinking more Flintstones, but yeah. No, I'm just looking at the backgrounds and stuff. It looks very Commander Keen. Uh, it actually got a special edition release on the Switch a couple of years back. What? Yeah, they remade it for the Switch. Really? Yep. Like physically? Yep. Nah, really? Yeah. I'm going to try to find it now. Oh, it's, it's pretty easy to find. Really? Well, Limited Run have them. If they got them in stock, you can buy it. Oh, they didn't just release it normal retail? No. No, it's limited to run. Ah, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm just going to cough for a second. Okay. <laughs> uh, was it only released in Japan and Scandinavia? Yep, been through that. We're, we're, we're done with this one. Oh, hey, I was too I like busy looking at it and being like, oh, Commander King. I think this game looks great. Yeah, I'd, I'd, probably, great. I'd probably play that. Yeah, it looks, yeah good, good art. Good times, good fun. That's a babom. It is a babom. I mean, a babom's like a... Um, circle with eyes so it's pretty hard to not anyway number one power nest game most expensive get your wallets out let's let's roll snowboard challenge okay so Is it like an ssx thing oh it looks cool it looks i couldn't really, find looks graphics look amazing look how <laughs> yeah, i couldn't find any video footage of this it's that, rare, that rare or that bad no i think i know why i couldn't but anyway i'll have a look no one's ever um, played it when you do Braden. Look up heavy shredding because that's what it was called in the US. Okay. I think look that's why. Heart- it does look like the Heartbreak High logo, Townsy. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, love that show. Loose. This, just this cartridge, yeah. Loose, okay. is worth in I Australian haven't. dollars $6,062.99. Get fucked. Complete in box. Twenty thousand dollars and seven. Uh, sorry, twenty thousand and seven dollars and eighty-seven cents. Nah, nah, you don't deserve money if you spend that on it. So for the number ones, I found how much they are brand new. Like, let's say your oh, grandma like sealed, never been used. Yeah, bought it, put it in the cupboard, and forgot it was there, and you stumbled Wait, across it. Wait, was that the twenty grand? No. <gasps> so if you have it sealed, brand new, never been played, never been opened, this game is worth sixty-one thousand. $236.22. No, it's not. Nothing is. Again, this is all no. price charting. It, it, it's but not. But is that based on what it has sold for? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're well, That's you pe- nuts. People don't deserve money sometimes. <laughs> there are some absolute nut jobs. I, there's a channel I watch called uh, Retro Rick, who owns a video game store, but he also goes to the And this is the game. game. Yeah. And he uh, he goes out. He's trying to get a complete NES uh, US or NTSC NES collection. Yeah. And he's up to the pointy end now, where he's spending like five thousand dollars for Little Samson, and that's just a cartridge. Like, oh, 
people in the US are a different breed with their collecting. Seriously. Wow. This is 61 grand and you could crack that open and play this. Um, so before I found this footage, I did uh, find a way to describe it to the podcast listeners. Um, Please so do. in this game, you're a snowboarder who has to snowboard down a snowboard course, earning snowboarding points to prove your snowboard is the best out of all the snowboarders. Whoa, that snowboarder just did a 180. And, and that's a lot of snowboarding. It's no problem. <laughs> so there it is. That's the most expensive uh, NES game. Townsy says we should open it up, write your name on the cart and throw away the box. <laughs> that's what everyone did. That's what I would be doing. Okay, let's move on to the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh my gosh. That's not... Surely they're going to get less expensive as we go. That Ness... Surely. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Someone says no. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is the Batman Forever Limited Edition. We've talked about Willies? this before. Um, loose. This is $579.61. Complete in box, $1,509.38. And yes, this was sold exclusively in Woolworth stores in the UK and in Australia. That's the only way you could get this box. Uh, again, friend of the show, Ghost Games, actually stumbled upon this. Yeah, I remember that. And I believe they sold it for just over a thousand bucks. Unreal. For such a shit. But that film was for too. the Sega Mega Drive version as yes. well. How dare you, Floppy? Take that back. Uh, it's a rubbish movie. Oh, I love it. Movie sucks. You can, you're allowed to love it. That's okay. I'm not saying you can't love it. I'm saying you're not allowed to. But there is a big difference between saying having a nostalgic connection for something and it being good. That's fair. But this game was actually awful. Like, it was on the MK uh, wanting to have motion capture. Yeah. But it just made it look like a really bad episode of the Batman um, 60s show. So, I once, like, I'm a big Batman fan. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I once did. What's a... Robin doing there? He's doing a shit in a teacup. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's doing a shit. Can we animate a little shit in a teacup underneath him? Um, here you go, Braden. You're a Batman fan, right? Yeah. So, I once did an online quiz with a friend. We we're trying to rank uh, um, the Batman villains. Yep. And we got everyone, so this is the top 10, and we got nine of them, and we couldn't figure out what number one was. Everything we tried was, was incorrect. King Tut. No. Joker was number two. Eggman. Okay. Guess who, what number one is? Oh, Mr. Freeze. No. Uh, Superman. Nope. Um, Bruce Wayne. I'll, I'll give you a hot tip. You're never going to guess it. It was Joel Schumacher for nearly killing the <laughs> franchise. <laughs> That's funny. Putting nipples on the bat oh, suit bless. and neon lights on the Batmobile, you wanker. God damn. Never leave home without it. Yeah, the bat credit card. There yep, is a it. point in that movie where uh, Robin is fighting Poison Ivy. Yes. And he gets pulled underwater. No, sorry. He, he oh, emerges, and, they and they reverse the footage. <gasps> yes, that's incredible. That's so funny. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, chill. Oh dear! What good the dinosaurs? So the nineties, the nineties weren't all good kids. All right, there is some trash that we had to deal with as well. I, I liked when they have all of a sudden they have ice skates that pop out of their boots somehow, and then they're all clearly rollerblading. Yes, yes, they are. It's amazing. Hold me, thrill me, kiss me, kill me. That was a great song, though. Really? Yep. I actually liked the soundtrack. It had like Smashing Pumpkins, had uh, a whole bunch of people, U two, and all that. Smashing Pumpkins aren't that good anymore. Well, Billy we... Corgan doesn't even think so. He owns the National Wrestling Alliance. Uh-huh. I saw a picture of Axl Rose the other day mm-hmm. uh, next to another shot of Mama Fatelli from the, from the Goonies. It's the same person. Yep. <laughs> uh, second most expensive Super Nintendo game is the Star Wing Competition Cart. 
There it is. Oh, this was the one for to, to like win the like the Nintendo comp thing. Correct. That they did. Correct. Uh, so basically, <laughs> not for resale. Can't can't buy it. Not worth anything. Yeah, exactly. It's worth zero dollars. Otherwise, you're breaking the law. <laughs> so loose. This is five hundred ninety-seven dollars and twenty-five cents. Now it had a complete in-box price there, but there was no box for this. So I don't know where they're getting this from, but if you somehow found a box, it's $1,392.97. There must have been something that it was shipped in at some point. A I guess. shoe box. A shoe box. No, they did come in in boxes, but... Um, but it would have been like unmarked sort of thing. Yeah, or like I had Nintendo had, printed on it. Which, let's face it, cart. probably makes it worth more. Absolutely. Um, I'd love to get one of these, actually. I do have a Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo uh, not for resale promo cartridge um, just in my Street Fighter collection. That's cool. But uh, yeah, this is this and the Donkey Kong Country ones. I'd love to get them. I'd also like to get the NES ones as well, but they're ridiculous price. Um, yeah, this was for going around Australia uh, back in the late 80s, early... Well, no, it would be 90s because Super Nintendo 90. didn't come out till 92. Uh, what is it about that game? It still looks cool. Yeah, it's still fun. The music's great. Like watching this, the start, uh, the startup came, mm. uh, where it has basically the Star Wars ripoff with the ship going and then the, yeah. the other ships chasing it. Still great. I mean, look at this and go, oh, that looks like trash. But no, it's a no, really great I game. No, I don't, because I remember what things were like at that point. I remember I was on a PC playing at this time playing Chuck Yeager's Flight Simulator. Uh, Chuck Yeager being the first guy to break the sound barrier. Mm-hmm. And it looked like this. And I thought it was like the most realistic thing I've ever seen on a computer screen. Yeah. And I mean, it was. It was the most realistic Graphics thing. Graphics will never get better than There were shadows. There was depth. Well, like, this is what Wing Commander looked like, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Wing Commander 3, I think, was Mark Hamill. All right. We're ready for number one most expensive Super Nintendo Power game. Yes, please. All right. Here we go. Mega Man X3, an actual uh, good game. Anto, I'm waiting for a comment. Well, I was hoping Anto would be here. Uh, but loose, just the cartridge. This game goes for Australian dollars, 996.42. I thought Mega Man was blue. No, it says Mega Man X, different range. Okay. Uh, complete in box, $3,877.13. Wow. If you have a sealed... Brand new, never been used copy. Here we go. $10,080.67. How has anyone resisted the urge to open these things and play them? That's worth so much more than my car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this was released at the end of the Super Nintendo life cycle, so had a very limited production run. It's the first time Zero was a playable character in the Mega Man mythos. And to give the na- uh, to give the game a chance of turning a profit in spite of its limited production run, Capcom had to price it higher than any other previous Mega Man title. So obviously it didn't sell a lot because it was, you know, towards the end they need to make their money back. So it cost more, so not as many people bought it. Mm. I can't remember what the power is. So Mega Man X, you got the Hadouken right at the end. <laughs> Really? Yep. The Mega Man X2, I believe you got the Dragon Uppercut, the Shuriken. Uh, Anto in the chat, what did you get at the end of Mega Man X3 from Capcom lore? Was it the uh, Hurricane Kick? I can't remember. I think he got put in debt. Yes, (laughs) correct. That that was his special power. All right, let's move on to Game Boy. We ready for some Game Boy fun? Yeah, I'm down. Okay, Game Boy number three, most expensive Game Boy game in the power region. Hammer and Harry. I think I've seen a movie with him in it. 
Oh, yeah, no, it looks very much like And him. soon to be on Bad Game Arts. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, so just the cartridge, just the Game Boy cartridge, $339.20. I love how he exercises his right peck way more than his left peck. <laughs> um, complete in box, $3,751.86. Hey, Ben, they've also got a problem with PNGs. Yeah, see? Because no, that logo should not look like that. They weren't invented back then. Is there footage for this one? I want to see what it's like. There is. Um, so surprisingly, <laughs> Dylan. this is a platformer centering around Harry, a carpenter who protects his hometown from the cor- corrupt construction companies who wish to tear it down. What you d- may not know is this is part of a huge series. Yeah. This version here that we got over in Australia is itself a port of one of the sequels of the original game called Daiku no, uh, Daiku no Gensun. So we didn't even get the real game. No, this is, there's even an anime for this oh, franchise. I want to watch Hammer and Harry. Uh, Again. Yeah, wrong type of Hammer and Harry. Maybe the animated version. What is that? Again. They look like bullet bills. Number two, another good game. A lot of good games on Game Boy. I don't think I've ever heard of one of these games. Oh, I heard of Mega Man. Uh, I know Mega Man. Number two is uh, World Heroes 2 Jet. So this is one of the few Game Boy fighting games that is actually pretty great. At the time, it reviewed scores of between 7 and 8 out of 10. Uh, had big sprite, sprites and great control of the fighters. The only downside was the limited sounds and soundtrack because it was on the Game Boy. This is a cool cover. Is so, it? I can't tell what anything is. I'll zoom in for you. Loose. <laughs> it is. I don't think that made it better. I'm about to reveal the prices. Sorry. The prices. That's what we're all here for. Sorry. Loose. Tell me the ridiculously high prices. $393.11. <laughs> Positively reasonable. <laughs> what do you think it would be complete in box? Well, I'm going for... What would you say? 300 It was $393.11. Complete in box. I can't remember how much the last one was complete in box. A lot. I'm going to go four grand. Okay. Braden, what do you think? I'm going to say uh, five. Five dollars? Yeah. <laughs> No, five I'll grand. take two. Uh, so, complete in box, it's only $398. What? Oh, I know. I don't get it either. But again, pricecharting.com, that's what they had. Okay, but... Oh, oh, I see. You're going the loose is more expensive than Hammer and Harry, but for some reason, the box of this one, no one gives a shit about. Yeah, which is weird because box think? collectors... Are, like, look at this game. It looks they like Double Dragon. Really big sprites. Looks like Double Dragon. That's a fighting game, though. Just like Street Fighter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool game, though. All right, number one. I wonder why it's not that much more for... Maybe it's because you always find them in box. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe there were more box copies found. Yeah. I don't know. Just throwing shit to the wind. Okay, number one. Number one most expensive Game Boy game. Trip World. Oh, dear. So it centers around the bunny-like being Yakopu. Yaku, yep, Yaku Poo. Yep. If we can get a PDF or, or a, a JPEG or something, a meme made of that, uh, Braden, that'd be great. A PDF? I, mate, I'm just throwing... I want a proper business... I want a PDF <laughs> on my desk by Monday. I'm just throwing computer terms at you and hoping one of them sticks. Hey, Braden, you got any of them uh, gigawatts? Look, look, me and, me and computers, and mate, it's like a shit in a teacup. Braden, Braden, I'm going to need a couple of phase clans. Can you uh, muscle that up for me? I don't even know what that means. It's not even funny to me because I don't understand it. 
stuff. Meant to be funny to you. It's meant to be funny to us. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this is uh, centers around Yakapu and his quest to retrieve the flower of peace so that peace will return to his disarranged world. The protagonist's trademark ability is to shapeshift into different forms, which is actually pretty cool for an early Game Boy game. He kind of looks like Pikachu. He does. Little cutesy little anime dude. Uh, so loose, this cartridge is $469.26. Nice. Complete in box, $2,219.85. Brand spanking new, never been opened. $15. Somewhat reasonable. Damn. I really like the backgrounds in this. Again, this received a oh, limited run. Oh, fish. Yeah, received a limited run uh, physical release. Earlier this year. That's, That's cool. cool. They actually haven't been released yet, but they are all sold out through Limited Run. I'd probably play that one. Bring me P- oh, PNG, not PDF. That's right. I got <laughs> confused. All right. <laughs> so the last system we're going to go for part one, we'll probably do part two next time because it means I don't have to think too hard, but I did spend a lot of time researching this. Nintendo 64. I saw one of these in a box. Didn't yeah. Didn't we? Or yes. did we see? Oh, we'll tell the story after. Okay. But yes, number three is StarCraft 64. Uh, loose, this cartridge goes for $468.26. Complete in box, $2,851.78. So StarCraft 64 has several differences in interface from the PC version of StarCraft, such as command buttons that do not previously exist. For example, pressing one of the buttons on the controller board up a menu... I can see build buttons and a button on training. Oh, it's and a, a button for racing tech. Select other build. You must button. construct additional pylons. I didn't think he was doing a bit. I thought he was actually yawning. <laughs> I was like, wow, rude. Excellent podcasting. Yes, <laughs> I snored. They got it. Anyway, uh, Michael... I've got a funny story about snoring for you. Michael... Oh, wow, with a hook like that... <laughs> No, no, it's a good one. Michael Moore, as opposed to all those uh, mediocre snoring stories, can't wait. Right. Michael Morheim, former president and co-founder of Blizzard, holds a negative opinion of this version of the game, describing it as clearly a port and not <laughs> designed to, for the interface that the Nintendo 64 provided. It was decided post-release that Blizzard would do no more console ports unless they thought the game was suited for consoles. So they learned a lesson. Uh, according to Michael Towns in Game Boy Games in the live chat... Microsoft own this game now. Can't wait for it to be ported to console. Because <laughs> it's Blizzard. Oh, yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, we did see a very nice boxed version of this. I do remember seeing this. So this story was, I think it was last year, uh, at yeah, the Adelaide uh, Comic and Toy Fair. Yeah, last October. Uh, one of the, uh, the people there bought their childhood collection to sell at the Toy Fair. And friend of the show, Game Boy Dad, said... Gave me a call and said, oh, Ben, I think you need to get over to this table. So I know, all right, walked over there. Sure enough, just heaps of rare Nintendo 64 and Nintendo games. Uh, the guy had no idea of pricing. He was going to put them out for like 50 bucks each. He was going to put these games out for 50 bucks each. One of them was StarCraft 64. He had Conker's Bad Fur Day. He had Mario. He had all the really, really expensive, really rare games. And you know that point where you get two little figures on your shoulder one's a devil and one's an angel I've never seen you with two I've always seen the devil <laughs> yeah because I usually shut one of them up oh but I decided no this is this guy's childhood collection I'm actually going to sit down with him and go through 
what the pricing should be for all these games. Mm. So I went down and yeah, StarCraft 64, he had there in a really nice box. It was absolutely complete. I said, honestly, this is like a two and a half to three thousand dollar game. And he went, really? And I said, yeah, you, you need to. Then one of the resellers came along mm. and he got quite angry at me for uh, telling him the real prices. Anyway, the reseller purchased it off him for $800. Um, he was happy with that. He was happy with that price, considering he was going to sell it for fifty. Yeah, yeah. He was quite happy to get. Did the guy then go and put it on his own table? No, no. He put it on eBay the that night and right. sold it for two and a half thousand dollars. Ass hat. That's resellers. That's that's where that's what we they live. Do mate. All right. Fun, um, fun fact: Didn't you try and buy something off that same guy? <laughs> I did about buy. a year later. No, I did buy. Did you? Yeah. Didn't yeah. you try and talk him down at price? He went, uh, you price this? And you went, oh, yeah. Whoops. No, no, that was a different guy. Oh, okay. That, that, was, an old, that was an older gentleman. Um, no, that was an older gentleman at another fair. <laughs> I still like that story though. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm coughing a lot. Um, for those who don't know, I went to a uh, large uh, car boot sale down near Gawla and came across a place and there was F-Zero there for $90. No, no, it's not bad. I'll see if I can get a little bit off. If it's 50 bucks, I'll buy it. I said, oh, is this the best that you can do? He goes, yep, because you priced it. Oh, <laughs> you went, really? Fair. And he went, yeah, the, uh, he goes, yeah, the toy fair, you came over and you gave me a hand with pricing everything. And I went, oh, oh I aren't I nice? Guy. No, no, it was different. Ah. So there you go. Being nice. Um, always always you, be nice. But it means you have to pay a bit more later. <laughs> it means you have to pay fair prices. No haggling. Man, we are going off the, the tangent Tangents, today. man. i got a tangent for you. Don't worry. Really? Yeah, it's all about snoring. You'll love it. All right. Well, this game won't make you snore. It's Snowboard Kids 2. <laughs> We've all heard of this, <laughs> Why right? Why is there so many snowboarding things in this? <laughs> uh, this is a well-known expensive POW game, and it's only number two on our list. Never heard of it. Uh, so it's described as Mario Kart on ice. Oh, it's Atlas. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the natural ice, though, not, not the uh, hardcore drug. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no Mount Gambia eyes here. <laughs> Whoa! Allegedly. Um, it's <laughs> Allegedly? <laughs> received mostly 7 out of 10s on it release. It is a rare game outside of the power region, hence the hefty price tag it carries. A reboot of the game was attempted in 2005 on the DS, but it was considerably worse than the original two games, so it did not take off. Why is there wings on the snowboard? So, Loose, this game is worth 400 $73.85. Complete in box, $4,573.70. God. Braden, do you know this game was in Greenlight Comics? Really? Yep, this cartridge was there in King oh, Kaiju's in, cabinet. Uh, the King Kaiju cabinet. And nice. you could have owned it for a mere $4,573. Probably less because King Kaiju didn't know it was worth that much. I had to tell him. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, number one. We ready? No, never. Number one most expensive game on the Nintendo 64 in the Power Region is Majora's Mask. Oh, really? Not a shit game, a good game. The Adventure Set. Oh, so, is this like a collector's edition? It is a collector's edition. There was only a thousand of these made. Oh, damn. So it comes with a CD soundtrack with two CDs, which had all the background music CDs, in it. CDs, ladies and gentlemen, that's high tech. A black Majora's Mask shirt. Two pins, a giant poster, a certificate of authenticity, and perhaps the coolest thing. Can you see that watch down there? Mm-hmm. So a normal watch tracks 12 hours. But because Majora's Mask takes place over 72 hours, 
they changed up some of the numbers. So instead of 3, 6, 9, and 12, they've been replaced with 18, 32, 54, and 72. So, excellent. A watch you can't tell the time with. That's cool. But it ties in with the game brilliantly. I yeah, think that's that is, amazing. That's, that's very clever. I like that. That's uh, a really nice looking set. It's a beautiful set and only a thousand. Um, so loose, just like so. If you didn't have uh, the, so, the nice packaging, just those uh, bits and pieces. I'm assuming still all of the bits and pieces, but not in the box. Yeah, yeah. Two thousand seven hundred seventy-three dollars and eighty-one cents. This is going to be a biggie. Complete in box. Thirteen thousand seven hundred twenty-nine dollars. That's a biggie. Goddamn. If you get it brand new, it's got to be like what'd you say? Thirteen? Never opened. Twenty-five. Twenty-eight thousand and seventy-five dollars and eighty-four cents. So what happens when you try and tell Jazz that you've just bought one of these? <laughs> <laughs> We're renting, so we'll never own a house anyway. So I might as well Not spend wrong. my deposit. And on you're going to be living in the box of this thing. Oh, wait, though, that did is Jazz beautiful. just get home? I hope she didn't hear me. <laughs> No, it was my daughter. Okay. Joke she's doesn't work then. She knows she's never going to college. Um, speaking <laughs> of college, tell us about your snorfez. Oh, so I'm I'm pretty much I'm pretty known for I can fall asleep at any time, anywhere at the drop of a hat, right? Like mm-hmm. mid sentence sometimes. It's a it's a blessing and a curse. Uh, and I, I also play a few games with some of my staff from work. Um, is it know. called is it necrola- necrolapsy or necrophilia? <laughs> no. Ooh. Dude, a little bit too far, um, considering some of them are in the chat. <laughs> uh, no, we were playing <laughs> Dead by Daylight. <laughs> have you played Pokemon Sleep, Braden? No. Have you heard of Pokemon Sleep? I have. It's Apparently, weird. it's a super fun game. Yeah, I'm, I refuse to believe that. We were playing Dead by Daylight, which is quite a horror, like tense game, right? And I was like tired, but I'm like, no, I'll play a few rounds. It's okay. And I did that thing where you start playing and then all of a sudden you kind of just realize you weren't paying attention to what you're doing. And my character was just running against a wall <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh God. And then the killer came and got me and put me on a hook. And I was like, ah, whatever. I'm like, that's okay. I'm dead for the rest of them. I'll just observe and then jump in on the next round. And then I realized like a second later that I was actually... Like that, and I'm sort of jarred myself awake, and I'm like, "Huh, I'm sorry, guys. I think I fell asleep for a second. And they were like, "Asleep for a second? You've been snoring so loud that we could not communicate." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." And they're like, "For three matches, <laughs> they were just playing blind, well, deaf, basically. They couldn't talk to each oh other." Oh my god, that's so good. I just fell asleep with my headset on. Floppy and I went out uh, uh, garage sailing one day, and Floppy had a big night the night before. And I was driving him home, just chatting away. And then all of a sudden, I just hear... And I went, oh, he's asleep. I'm also very motion activated for sleep. So if I'm not driving, I'll be asleep. <laughs> I'm just driving around and he's sleeping. And I'm like, oh, it feels like when I had my kid. <laughs> if my kid was older than me. I had to, I had to be quiet. Make sure, and then just we got the floppy's house. Oh, I think I dozed off there. And, went, and you're like, yeah, yeah mate. Yeah, Wait, 25 minutes ago. <laughs> But we've been Hack the Dino, this has been our gaming cast, where we bring you the past, present, and future of video games, news, previews, and discussions, as well as a live show on November 17 at the Barside Flipcade. What? Uh, <laughs> the Barcade. The Flipside Barcade. That's the one. Um, head on over to hackthedino.com if you want to grab your free tickets. There are very limited numbers remaining. Um, if you don't have a ticket, you'll still be allowed to come in. You just may not have a seat. That's all. Uh, but head on over hackthedino.com, get your ticket. 
And uh, while you're there, why don't you give us a subscribe and a follow and a review and all that fun stuff because we appreciate it and we appreciate you. But this isn't all we do. Floppy. Yes. What do you do? Uh, what I don't do is update my Instagram. Me too. Uh, I do have an Instagram. It is Floppy Plays Games. Games. Uh, you can go over there. I think I last time I updated was from the Toy Fair mm-hmm. where I picked up some cool strategy guides. One of them from Ben. Metroid Prime, thank you very much. Um, I've what else have I got on there? Ah, oh, yeah, there's some other cool. This is all cool stuff that I got from the Toy Fair. Uh, a Nintendo, uh, a Logic Cool keyboard, which I only found out when I get home. Doesn't have the little dongle. Uh oh. Ah. But I got it for ten bucks, so I kind of don't care. Fair. Really cool mask figure, Gundam, uh, Gundam game, uh, Game Boy Advance game, Gravity Rush from Game Boy Dang. Game Boy Dang. Uh, look at that! Look at that cool stuff. Look at that cool PS One bag. I love that. Street Fighter 2 that was all from friend of the show Ghost Games Uh, oh and from the folks at Toy Power Podcast Mm -hmm. um, some really cool Thundercat figures and a a Batman from 1989 Batman Batman block mounted picture Mm. with uh, Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton did you just call him Jan Nicholson I sure didn't hey hey, Floppy do you like Thundercats I do just keep that in mind shit He's gonna spend my money, isn't he? Brayden, what do you what do you what do Hi. you do when you're you're not uh, you're not pressing the buttons? Uh, when I'm not pressing the buttons, I'm probably at Greenlight Comics. You can find there. Um, I also do a movie podcast, Millennium Movie Talk. Um, well, I'm trying to think of what we talked about recently. I've got some suggestions for you. I, I bet you do. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there, I know they're going to see the new Scorsese film. Um, what else was there? Ah, uh, watch Loki. Yeah. I've watched yeah. the first episode. I didn't get through the first season. Yeah. Oh, I like the first season. Um, but yeah, I feel like everyone's sort of burnt out on Marvel stuff at the moment, which mm. is very, very fair. I think they just need to sort of maybe stop for a bit. Like, yeah. Yeah. do a Star Wars and just go, no, that, that's no, enough. done for a bit. Yeah. Um, but I do want to plug a... Uh, occasionally, I put a little bit too much effort than what I should over on the Greenlight Comics blog on our website. Um, so <laughs> we had I a blog and a teacup the earlier. Yeah, <laughs> that was block bog. a teacup, oh. a bog and a teacup. Um, so I Pipe put together these little uh, news roundups from San Diego Comic Con, from New York Comic Con. Um, it's got some cool things in there that I want to feature uh, just very quickly uh, while I have a moment of your time. DC are bringing back Elseworlds, helmed by Tom Taylor. Uh, yeah, Tom Taylor leading the way. Uh, he's doing another Dark Knights of Steel, um, and we've got some cool stuff there. Um, they're reprinting uh, Death in the Family, but it's the version where Jason lives. Oh. So that's a bit of fun. Um, but things I want to point out, um, Marvel giving a new, completely fresh take on the Marvel Universe with a new Ultimate Universe. Um, Jonathan Hickman writing Ultimate Spider-Man, which I'm very excited for. Hope you like words, because you're about to see heaps of them. So many. And infographics. All of the words. Um, but I do also want to draw attention to Floppy. What's this you can see over here? What's that? Oh, Thunder. Sh- Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Thundercats. Ho! So, that probably sounds great see, in your ear holes. Thundercats is getting a new comic series. Are they uh, teaming up with the Flintstones? What the fuck is going on? So, this is a thing. Dynamite Comics... Now, I have, not only do they have Disney's publishing rights for, like, Darkwing Duck and stuff, 
Um, now they also have the publishing rights to WB Discovery stuff, including Thundercats, Johnny Quest, Wizard of Oz, The Flintstones, We Bear Bears, and I'm covering it with uh, the screen here, but Powerpuff Girls. Is that the kid from the Black Cauldron up in the top left-hand corner? No, it's Johnny uh, Quest. That's Johnny Quest. Oh, also, the background, Space Ghost. Oh, oh, how good is Space Ghost? Yeah. Man, I miss Space Ghost. So, yeah. Uh, also, the Nacelle, N- Nacelle toys? Nacelle toys? Nacelle, I think. I think yeah. I might like be Like the Biker Mice from Mars? If only we can check with some people that collect toys soon. Well, we'll be able to on November 17th where we take on the Toy Power Podcast in Battle of the Pods. Get your free ticket at hackthedino.com. Free. Get them now. Seats are running out. That was pretty, I, never, I never see That's opportunities good. for plugs. That's great. Mm. Me either. That's why I'm bald. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's a little that's a post. There's a new Dragon Ball anime. Yeah, that's basically redoing GT. Sounds it's amazing. basically Dragon Ball Muppet Babies. Yeah, um, and Omni Man from Invincible coming to Mortal Kombat. J.K. Simmons murdering people in a train. How it should be. All's right with the world. Goddamn. But uh, yeah, you should go check that out. Um, if if you see anything you like, see anything you like, um, you can go to Greenlight Comics. Or you can head it over to Mr. Benjamin on Instagram and see the stuff that I find and, and buy with my money, which is always a good time. There's, there's my Tears of the Kingdom sword and some other stuff that I bought with the limited funds I have. Uh, but I would like to take this opportunity to remember to thank our Patreons. That's right, we have a Patreon over at hackthedino.com. You can uh, throw us a buck or $2.50 or if you want to be a producer and get an ad, like the Michael Towns of old and new and current. Yes, all of all, them rolled all, into one. All the uh, future iterations of Michael Towns belongs to us. But anyway, we'd like to thank these people. Floppy. Who doesn't have a list up? Karen Knight, <laughs> Dylan the Villain, Triple Indie, Mike Towns, and Game Boy Dan. Game Boy Dan. Just remember, for as little as a dollar a month, you can have your name scrolling or whatever you want down. Oh, my sword. <laughs> and everyone thought it was going to be me. <laughs> you all thought it was going to be me. Down uh-uh. the bottom there. Down the bottom. All the people, all the people that help out. We appreciate it. Be sure to help us out by um, leaving us a review, uh, coming into our Discord, say hi, and, and other uh, fine words such as uh, Splendiferous. We like a good old Splendiferous. And um, uh, have have fun with um, high fives. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Just uh, do that with a high five. Just go high five some buildings. Straight with your face. Yep. Just do the face five. Face five, stay alive. You ever face five to crotch? <laughs>